It's the Morning Jam catch-up yet again. And this morning we spoke about how Sam handles charities. And how Janelle handles diets. Yeah, <laughs> not so good. And, of course, we spoke to scriptwriter James Palm. Welcome to the Saturday show for all of Perth. Mix 94.5's Morning Jam. Uh, so, Janelle, the other day I was having one of those uh, work-from-home days. You know the yeah, ones. Netflix. <laughs> it's exactly what I was doing. And I, I was, I was you halfway were. through my lunch. I got a butter chicken pie. Pretty nice. Anyway, I'm halfway through my lunch watching one of my shows, one of my shows, and there's the, the ring on the doorbell. I'm like, oh, oh. Part of me just wanted to do, do you, I'm sure you do sometimes, you just go, I'm just going to pretend I'm not here. You turn the volume right down on the TV and hope the dog doesn't go crazy. Yeah, my dogs go crazy. Yeah, my dog no went crazy yeah. as well. And so I had to yell at him and then I'd blown my own cover. <sighs> so I'm like, oh, so put the pie down, hoping the dog wouldn't eat it and went and got the door. And uh, it was uh, somebody collecting for charity, which is lovely, which is lovely. But they said, do you have just a moment? And I went, well, yes. And instantly regretted it, instantly regretted it because I then got a, I reckon, four-minute monologue that oh. they had prepared where there was no space for me to interrupt and go, you know, my pie's getting cold or uh, thank you very much, but I already, <laughs> and and then. Uh, which charity was it? I don't want to say which charity it is because it was okay. just one of the big multinational okay. conglomerate charities okay. where. You give all your money and somebody's paid to walk from house to house collecting. And I understand the economics of it, but still. And before you know it, I'd signed up and I'd said, I, I'm not going to commit to anything just yet. But they just say, we're just going to take out $30 a month for the rest of your what? life. And we'll just we'll just take it out of your bank account so you wouldn't even know it's going. And I, that feels a bit like being pickpocketed. Anyway, I signed up thinking, oh, I'll cancel it later on. Did you? Yeah. Well, you really wanted that pie. <laughs> I really want to get back to my pie. <laughs> Anyway, so it's been cancelled and all the rest. It's congealing on the bench. I was torn because inside, everything he was saying was, you know, I want to support everything they're trying to do. You know, I want clean drinking water for for villages in Africa. I want to, you know, help people who are struggling in Australia. All of that is fantastic. You really want a pie, though. (laughs) But mostly I want to deal with my own hunger (laughs) (laughs) and get back to my pie, which was cold by the time I got back, I might add. Um, and a cold pie is never a good pie. Never, never a good pie. But uh, yeah, on reflection, I was thinking that's. I don't feel that's the way to do charity. Somebody come and interrupt your lunch and get you to sign up for money just to get sucked out of your bank account without you even noticing. You know, well, yeah, every month. I, I like it when it takes a bit of effort to raise money. I like it when the charity is something you actually get involved in. You know what I mean? Like, well, uh, like we've got the laugh out loud. At Mix 94.5. Yes. Uh, which I believe you will be performing. I will be doing charity. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, see, that's it. I give my time and, and effort. Yes, we both by do. By showing up and emceeing and doing all of that. Yes, for yeah. many, many causes. Yeah, and we, all, we also do do one charity per year where the money just gets siphoned off and we don't even notice it. And then we have to go, hold on, what's that $30 coming out of our bank account every month? Oh. Yeah. And then every two years we go, well, we're going to change that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you do? How do you get involved? Other than, of course, the Laugh Out Loud, which, uh, just to plug it, is on the 31st of August at the Astor Theatre. Yes, it's going to be a huge night of comedy. It was amazing mm. last year. It sold out. Oh, really? Yeah, totally. Brilliant. Matt uh, Titsky, Matt Storer, Greg Fleet, Janelle Koenig. Yes, absolutely famous Sharon also. It's, it will be a ripper. Um, I do a lot of charity gigs. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not just talking about my husband. <laughs> I, but I, I, I find it hard to say no. Yeah, does there I've any, done a lot. 
Is there any particular way you choose as to what you give I, I tend your to, time or money to? Uh, kids and animals. Kids and animals. Yeah, well, but actually, I, I find it very hard to say no. Actually, last week we were we went out to the um, native animal rescue. We did, and we we both ended up there on the day. Yes, and signing up and you know buying the little knickknacks and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I really want a pie. <laughs> it's the morning jam on Mix ninety four point five. Sam, mm. I'm a little bit peeved at you. Oh, uh, what have I done? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, I've been in this studio for approximately. An hour and 20 minutes, and you have not once mentioned about how much weight I've lost. And hello, I've been on a diet for five days. Oh, I did. So, <laughs> what's wrong with you? You have a wife, you should know these things. I did think you'd <laughs> had a haircut that would have lost you did. some weight. It was just a color. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm getting it so okay. wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Come on, you're my on air husband. <laughs> Pick your socks up. So, tell me about the diet. Okay. What, 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 okay. what new fad diet are you going No, with it's not here? a fad diet. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, but, it's what, okay. what, what kind of That's diet? That's a lifestyle is it? plan. Oh, yeah, it doesn't diet. sound fatty at all. No. Okay. So, look, I've always been mm. a, a curvy lady. I've, oh. I, I, like, like from puberty, mm-hmm. I was never that stick thin girl. Not once. Me I've either. always been a, a, <laughs> I've always been a, a curvy lass. Yeah. And the other day I put on a pair of jeans and went, hmm, should my belly button be digging into the button <laughs> like this? Because I don't remember it ever happening before. And I think it's just, it's winter and it's, you know, I, I was away in Sydney working for three weeks and, you know, changed the diet significantly yep. and didn't say no to anything ever. And it's just my, my, my body, I can feel my body, like the clothes still fit. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I don't like myself. I do like myself. Sure. But I'd like myself to be a little bit leaner. Yeah. You don't want to put that extra curve into the I jeans. can't afford new clothes. Know. I can't afford new jeans. Okay, so so what's the diet? Okay, so it, I'm I'm going keto. Have you heard about keto? I have, but I don't understand it. Me either. Because I um, put it right up there with paleo and and the other one that's of, where you just eat fat. You know. Yeah. So this one is you cut out all of your carbs, all of the carbs, and are all of your sugar, mm. essentially. And you you have to calculate your macros, which are your macronutrients, and there's something about protein and and carbs and some other thing Sounds that I can't fun. remember because I didn't research it well enough. But, <laughs> but I have cut out carbs and sugar, well, which I think... Congratulations. That's yeah. good, yeah? Yeah, so this is day six. And how are you feeling? Um, okay. Quite, 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 quite lost for words right now, but quite, <laughs> quite <laughs> alert, I would say. Okay. But I have made some amazing meals. Okay. For example, last night I made pizza crust... Out of cauliflower. What? Okay. Did it? Was it? Did it taste like cauliflower? No, it did not. What else went in it then? Okay, so you get the cauliflower. Great. And you cover it in butter. No. Deep. No. Okay. No. So you 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 process it. Yep. Not mentally Blitz in a it. processor, yeah. uh, and, <laughs> and until it's quite fine. not crumbs but crumbly. Got it. And then you. Parboil it, mm-hmm. and then you add eggs and cheese, and mm-hmm. then you take that. Oh, you must squeeze out the water from the cauliflower Great. also because okay. you don't want yeah. wet yeah, pizza. No, yeah, don't want. You always got to go crisp. Exactly. So you squeeze out the water in a tea towel because I didn't have muslin, and you know who cares about the blue bits? And I t- put it on a baking tray in a kind of disc yep. pizza shape, and then you cook that separately. That's okay. that's the key. You cook, you cook that for about half an hour until it looks golden. Cake, yep. Sort of, but yep. it's, quite, it's quite flat. Yeah. And cheesy. 
and cheesy, and then you put the the usual pizza toppings on top because all of the, all of those are keto: salami and vegetables and cheese and right. that kind of thing. So the big question that is obviously on my tongue is how did it taste? Amazing, yeah, better than a regular uh, pizza. Yes, because I'm not a pizza girl. Oh, great. The the, the crust is never su- substantial enough for me. Mm. Like I see the too sweet and kind of you know mass produced pizza basically, sure. or it's too thin and like a chip. But this was amazing. It was so good, Sam. Great. So is that all you get to eat from now on? No. Okay. Well, no. I think you're looking fantastic. You're That's correct. You're looking a couple of slices thinner. <laughs> well done to you. Congrats. You know I'll tell I you go. what, next week we'll talk about it some more and just see how you get along. And in six months we'll see how you're going. Yeah, let's just see how angry I am by next Saturday. <laughs> Mix 94.5's Morning Jam. James Palm is in the studio with us, and he's the playwright behind Threshold, a new play at the Blue Room Theatre. Morning, James. Morning. So political intrigue, journalism, dark dealings. Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. But you've got a comedy background, so is there a little bit of lightheartedness in this? There is. There is, yeah. Um, When when I sort of first started writing this, um, I was taking it very seriously, very Uh dramatically. And then uh, my uh, director, dramaturg, Bridget LeMay, sort of started saying to me, like, you're, you're kind of funny. Put put some humour into this. Like, don't be afraid to put one or two jokes kind of in there just to lighten uh-huh. things up. And then from there, it just kind of turned into much more of a kind of satirical kind of comedy. Yeah, great. So it's worked out, I think, better in the long run because, like, as we said, it's kind of heavyish kind of material. Mm-hmm. So if it's a bit lighter, it's a bit easier to take in. Totally. Now, tell us basically what the material is. What What, what is the crux of the piece? So the crux of the piece is... Uh, around a newspaper journalist uh, who's feeling the pinch of the online news wave and feels yes. himself sort of sliding into irrelevance and so tries to get that real big story that's going to, you know, get him a lot of uh, awards and whatnot. And yes. uh, so he aims for uh, a story about Nauru. Oh. And so yeah, then we sort one. of chart the downfall of him uh, throughout this as he tries to bring this story to the paper. You got laughs into that? <laughs> yeah, it's a real challenge, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'll, I'll modestly say, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, definitely a challenge. I mean, obviously the uh, the subject matter isn't where the comedy comes from. Can I ask, what drew you to that particular topic? Real life, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it was about three years ago when I started writing this that um, the media ban on Nauru was broken mm-hmm. um, by a conservative journalist of all people which to me was a bit like, well, that's a bit weird. How did that happen? And just from that, I thought I just wanted to explore how that may have come to be, made up a bit of my own reality along the way, and it came up with this story. It's really interesting. I'm fascinated by the process of sitting down and writing a script because you and I know each other from the stand-up scene in Perth, which is very social and uh, and outgoing. But script writing, in my mind, is so solitary and... So hunched, hunched in a bedroom. Oh, absolutely. There are friends I haven't seen in years um, wow. who I just really need to contact again to say, hey, remember me? Yeah. <laughs> Come to my play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bit of that. But also just because you're right, you just kind of lock away and uh, you just want to focus on it. And what's it like seeing the actors take your words that you've you've worked hard on and then breathe their own sort of interpretation and life into? Oh, it's been 
really intense. Uh, just what? <laughs> That's an ambiguous word. <laughs> it is. It I mean, is. they ruined it. But look, let's not say that. <laughs> Been slowly stewing away in the corner of the rehearsal room. What are they doing? No, the inflection is on this vowel. <laughs> not at all. No, I, I didn't want to be that that draconian writer, just going like, "You will say my words to the exact point." Um, it's been really great to watch the process kind of been a bit reversed it's been like the director Bridget has taken it in the opposite way you would kind of expect Uh whereas like you would learn your lines verbatim and then kind of flesh it out a bit it's it's been the opposite it's like let's just play with these characters get into their skin Mm -hmm. and then we'll worry about the exact words and making James the writer happy so so it's it's been yeah it's been a really good process and it's been amazing to watch it all kind of come to life well if you would like to watch it come to life you can catch Threshold at the Blue Room Theatre from the 7th to the 25th of August James Palm, thank you for coming on the show and thank you for being the first guest that's ever thrown in the word draconian into an interview. We really enjoyed that. Not a I'll worry. I'll be Googling it very shortly. Thanks so much, James. Thanks for having me. Mix 94.5's Morning Jam.